Welcome back to another episode of The Scotting Report. Joining us today is DeAndre Jackson out of FIU, the Florida International Panthers. DeAndre just walked onto their team as a wide receiver, and I'm so excited for him to be able to come onto our show and share his story with all of his fans. So what's really great here, and you know, I don't want to give too much away, but he has a real way of you know telling it like it is, but he also has a way of really connecting to people. And I think that's incredibly rare and incredibly special. And I think that's a big reason why he is developing such a huge following on social media. I think people really relate to him and resonate with what he's doing on top of being a fan of how athletic he is and what he's able to accomplish and achieve with his motivation and his goals. So I'm really, really excited to share today's episode with you guys. Go ahead and check him out on Instagram and TikTok. His handle is at legendary.dre, D-R-E-E, spelled with two E's, okay? Don't miss out on that second E because you will miss out on the legendary DeAndre Jackson. Now, the last thing I want to say before we get to today's episode is a very special shout out and happy birthday to Jordan Schiff. Jordan, without you, this podcast would be in a lot of trouble. I genuinely am so, so grateful for everything that you do here on the show. For those of you who don't know, Jordan is our fearless audio engineer slash co-producer, and he has been so, so helpful in making sure that I sound okay and that our guests sound clean, that we can hear everything that everyone's saying. And he's just been really an innovator in terms of figuring out all the solutions that we've needed in order to get this podcast up and running and functioning. And I'm so, so grateful. So again, happy B-Day, brother, and I'll see you soon. All right. Well, I think that about covers it. So guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. And I hope you enjoy this episode of The Scotting Report with our very special guest, DeAndre Jackson. DeAndre, welcome to the show. How are you feeling today? Now, it's a pleasure to be here. God has just blessed me with so many things in my life, opened so many doors, so just happy to be here. Amen. Well, look, I'm very excited to sit down with you today. You're joining us on a Friday afternoon. If I asked you, how many times did you work out today? What would you say? I'd say uh, three, going on four or five. I still got a gym workout and Sanford workout coming up also. I, I, you know, I've been following you on social media. Shout out Legendary Dre. Go check him out. And I see that you work out a lot. So three times today, it's going to be four or five. It seems like a light day. What's going on? Uh, so this morning we had to wake up at five. We had a beach workout with the team. So that kind of threw me off. Yeah. Okay. So what were you guys doing out there? Uh, so we started, we just ran through some plays, did routes on uh, air, just catching this, that, and the third. And then we uh, finished off with some team dodgeball and just having team bonding because if your team is not bonding, don't have chemistry, you're not going to play good on the field. Team dodgeball, could anyone hit you? Oh, no. Actually, my team won. So it felt good, you know, to, to pull it off. Good. I'd like you to tag everybody who you beat. So listen, uh, I, I've gotten to know you a little bit. You've got an amazing story to tell, and I'd love for you to just kind of start from the beginning. You know, you grew up outside of Tampa. Is that right? Yeah. Um, so I grew up in a single parent household. My uh, dad wasn't in my life. And uh, growing up, it made me so angry because it felt like I was never enough. Like, you like, get done with games and kids run up to their fathers, but mom's wasn't there. And I was just like, dang, where's my dad? Like, I was always, like, ask my mom, hey, where's my dad? She'll say, like, he's here. And 
just brought me like so much anger. So every, like the game of football, I was just like, all right, bet I'm gonna use this game to show him that I'm worth it, that I'm better than what he thought he was, you know. So I grinded and things like that. And so coming up, I had to be the man of the house real quick. I had to learn how to take care of my sisters, take care of my mom. And, you know, they didn't know much about football. So every day I just go out and just work out. And sometimes I look in the back, like, what are you doing? And trying to figure out what I was doing, but I'll just keep working, knowing I had to get them to a better place. And they gave me the world. So I made sure that I'm going to be able to give them the world. Yeah. When you were when you were growing up and, you know, doing that all on your own, and uh, by the way, a lot of people relate to that, so that's really powerful uh, message that, um, sadly, a lot of people do connect with. Did you ever go through anything particularly difficult, like in school or with friends or anything like that? I, I We've we've touched on a little bit um, bullying, but I don't really know your story that well. Is there anything that you care to share with, uh, with fans who might have gone through something similar? Uh, yeah, uh, so... Going into high school, I wasn't the, the kid I am now. They look at me like, whoa, uh, I actually was like five foot, probably like 95 pounds soaking wet. Um, so getting into high school, it was like trying to find a new crowd and trying to fit in. And I was always book smart. But then when I got to high school, it was kind of like, all right, I just want to fit in. I want to start like making friends. It's that in the third. So I start getting into trouble a lot. ISS, OSS, I had a trouble list that was long. Like I'm talking about books, like a novel almost long. And it was it was crazy. Uh, by the end of my freshman year, I had a 1.6 GPA and they was trying to kick me out of school and tell me I, I would never be anything. My mom fought for me to stay at the school and just keep my dreams going. And it was just kind of like crazy that during that whole phase, it was just like depression, uh, suicidal thoughts. And I was ready to give up most days because I didn't have football anymore. I didn't have anything I could lean on. It was just me, like 1.6 GPA, everybody saying give up. And I'm just like, I don't think I can do it. How old were you when, like, this is like right right at the beginning of high school or maybe a couple years into it? It was at the beginning, 14 years old, 14, 15. How did you get through that time in your life? Uh, honestly, I don't know. Uh, God, uh, God uh, if I ain't know God and God wasn't protecting me, I wouldn't be here right now. You know, you're one of the hardest working people I know. You have a work ethic that's unprecedented and I know a lot of college athletes and I'd say you're right up there with the top of the people who say there's more I can do and I'm going to go do it and here's how I accomplish something and it's really special and I want to know where does that where does that drive come from because you're like the energizer bunny you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and I'm someone who's always worried about self-growth and how much I can accomplish in a single day how do you get it done and where and where does that come from uh, it honestly comes from a lot of things. Uh, we could start with the people who said I wasn't going to make it, the coaches who laughed. It's, it's a lot of anger that comes from them. So when, when I wake up, I wake up with this job like, oh, I'm got, I got to prove them that I'm going to be this top dog, that I'm going to be in the NFL, that I'm going to break these 2,000 yards this year because I got to prove it to them. And also um, my mom, you know, biggest thanks to her, man. She has given me the world. Like I wouldn't be here right now without her. Without her. So it's kind of to a point now. I'm going to work my butt off every day, waking up at 3.30, 2 o'clock, it doesn't matter. I'm willing to lose sleep. I'm willing to miss a couple meals just to make sure my mom can have the world and I can give it to her. So that's kind of a little bit more, some more stuff, but uh, that's just the gist of it. You absolutely show a lot of resilience. You know, you're not the only person that we've had on the show who uh, had to go through junior college. So um, can you tell us a little bit about your experience 
um, you know, coming out of high school and going into, I believe it's called uh, Bluefield. Is that right? Yes, sir. Uh, so out of high school, I didn't have any stars, any offers. It wasn't, I wasn't that, you know, that big time player with all these stars, rankings, this, that, and the third. No, I came out with no uh, offers and I went to camps and I was like, I need this. I told my mom, hey, you got to drive me here because I got to go get this offer. I got to go play ball. And my mom being a mom, she was, she made sure I got to these camps. So I went to a camp and the coach from West Virginia saw me playing and he was just like, I need you to come to my school. I'll let you do football, wrestling, track, cross country, whatever you want to do. So I was like, word? All right, I'm going. I didn't have to see the school. I was ready to go, ready for opportunity just to continue to showcase my talent. So yeah, going to, going to West Virginia, it was kind of like different. Away from family, first year, uh, I thought I was going to come in West Virginia. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be the starter. They're going to start me. They humbled me so fast. They had a senior there and I had to just watch the senior and it was just kind of like, I'm ready to play. I'm hungry for this now. Like you tell me I can't play. So my freshman year, I didn't play ball. Uh, sophomore year, we get to a scrimmage and I'm starting in the scrimmage. And then I uh, I take a crap back and I got a concussion for six weeks. So I decided to medical rest. So sophomore year, didn't play at all. So then now my junior year is here. And then this COVID year, COVID happened. And I don't know how COVID just took the world for a big spin. Like it was kind of crazy. Like we didn't know if we were going to have a season. Are we going to have a season? It was just kind of like back, forth, back, forth. And then they moved the season to the spring. I got to play in the spring. I played a little bit of slot, a little bit of running back. And um, after that, I decided that West Virginia wasn't a place for me. I know I had bigger and better things for me. And I was like, I'm a D1 player. It's time for me to showcase my talent. So God was like, move. And when God told me move, I listened. Uh, so I was looking for a first place to land my feet. So FAU accepted me. And it was crazy because it wasn't FIU, it was FAU. And that's like right down the street rivals from FIU. And it was just kind of like, great. So every day I would go work out. Four o'clock in the morning, I'm up, grinding, grinding. No plan, no nothing. I just know every day I go down to the facility trying to find a football coach. Like, coach, I need a chance. Coach, just give me a chance. And every day they'll never say anything back. And I met a coach. He knew the coach at FIU. And the coach at FIU liked me. It was like, come on, I'm over to FIU. And he wanted me in the spring, but I dragged my feet. I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't know. But then it came to summer. I was like, all right, let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready to go play ball. So now I'm here at FIU about to ball out. That's amazing. This episode of The Scotting Report is sponsored by NIL Empire. Are you a college athlete looking for brand partnerships? Did you know that NIL partnerships have already produced over $10 million in partnerships to athletes all over the United States? Let NIL Empire strategize, develop, and grow your social media platform while finding branding partnerships and deals that keep you focused on your game. As a client of NIL Empire, you'll get your own branding strategist to help guide you along your journey and help develop and grow your social media presence. NIL Empire's branding strategists take away all the work from the modern student-athlete. From brand outreach, marketing strategy, to negotiation. Go to NILEmpire.com to learn more and tell them the scouting report sent you for a 10% discount. So you have this. What stands out to me most is, you know, I'm looking at your stats at, uh, at Bluefield, and it's not like you dominated. You, you played very well, and your highlights are amazing, but it's not like I'm the best player on this field. I know that as a fact. I'm out of here. I'm D1. I'm out of here. Because some, some guys... They just dominate and they know they can get out and they can go. You took everything into your own hands and you willed it into existence. And that is so hard and it shows such resilience. So I'm very impressed by you and I'm very excited to see what you do at FIU. I'm obviously going to come to some games. I'm local. I'm just an hour north, closer to FAU, but that's okay. They missed out. 
and you'll have to show them why. Oh, yeah. You know, you mentioned a little running back, a little receiver. Uh, I look at you and I see a receiver, but what do you feel is your most natural position? I'm a playmaker, so with the ball in my hands, I know I could do some crazy things. I mean, I, I don't know what to classify myself as because I play rugby now, too, so it's like... Oh, really? I'm not, yeah, I'm not afraid of anything. I'm not afraid of contact. I'm not afraid to run through a linebacker or cornerback safety. Like, I don't see him on the field, so it is what it is. So versatility. Well, I'm excited to see you go all over the field. So tell me a little bit about Tyreek Hill and why he's afraid to race you. Uh, I think he's afraid to race me because I, I know he's seen my video based off the views and just how many people tagged him and sent it. I've been on uh, House of Highlights. I've been all over, so I know he probably ran into it and was like, well, that's all right. But I think he's afraid because he knows that I can actually beat him. And I'm saying that with confidence because I know my speed. I know even if I lose that, I'm going to call him back out and be like, let's do it again because once I lose, I don't lose twice. All right. Now, he's probably the fastest player in the league, so I got to check you on this a little bit. Now, I got faith in you, and I'd love to see you race. I would be there in the front row cheering for you, FIU jersey and all. But how would you beat him? Would you beat him in a 40? Would you beat him on in a 100-yard dash? What are you, what are you most confident? If you, if you got to pick the race and he said, I'm in, what do you want to do? What would you say? I'm going to go 40. I know my uh, takeoff. Uh, I'm, I'm fast off the takeoff, and after that, it's, it's lights out. It's, it's Zoom. So, yeah. Zoom. Awesome. So I'd like to pivot a little bit to social media. You have built yourself an amazing following on Instagram, on TikTok. What inspired all this? So when I moved to FAU, I didn't have a plan. So it was kind of like that summer before going to FAU, I was just like grinding and I started posting. Like I didn't know what TikTok, like I didn't know how TikTok works. So I would just post footwork drills. And after a while, you see people comment like, hey, this, this dude's kind of quick. This dude's kind of fast. And then people was like, yo, can you teach me how to do this? And after a while, they start saying, hey, you influence me. Hey, you motivate me. Hey, this, that, and the third. And then uh, I actually ran into Destroying. He's a big YouTuber. And uh, after that, just running to him, people start more following this. And this, it was just kind of crazy. So that really just like showed me that I can do more and be more and just influence and change the game for many young athletes. So that's really what I want to do. You definitely have a presence online. And I can see in the comments that these young guys, they look up to you, even older guys, they're like absolutely loving all your content. You share a lot about yourself. You're very personal. I, one of my favorite series that you do is a day in the life of a D1 athlete where you, we kind of follow you. We see all the food you're eating, all the workouts you're going through. It, I, I love that stuff. I eat it up. So thank you for uh, you know continuing to share your story and being so transparent and vulnerable. It's It's not easy. And you do it so effortlessly. It looks like it's so effortlessly. Obviously, I don't know, but you make it look so great. So thanks so much for that. That's really awesome. You know, social media is such a big part of our world these days. And now there's a huge overlap with athletes and college, especially with NIL busting and going crazy. Is there a company or two that you would like love to be partnered with and work with? Uh, so as I was actually thinking about this and I was just like, Hydration is big for athletes, so I just want to make sure I work with somebody like Body Armor Propel, something that brings the hydration to athletes. Uh, but I don't want anything that's going to give me too much money and I lose the focus of what I do. I love football for football. I love it because it's the game I was raised playing, so I don't really want to make too much money and lose the sight of football. But getting paid as an athlete just because we're working hard and doing this and I can give back to my mom and many other people, that's kind of what I would do it for. Okay, love it. Hydration. You guys heard it here. All you marketing experts who work for hydration companies, not only could you work with 
a very talented DeAndre Jackson, but he doesn't want to get paid too much money. So take that to your bosses. All right. Um, DeAndre, uh, why do you wear 27? Uh, so when I was playing ball at Bluefield, this is a number that was given to me. It was kind of like, like, why 27? And I was like, and then many coaches, many of my old coaches would tell me it's not the number that makes the player, but it's the player that makes the number. So I was like, bet when I get 27, I'm going to make sure that I make it 27. Like, it's that number. Yeah, so that's pretty much why. That's very cool. Yeah, I, I noticed that you stuck with it at FIU. Did you wear another jersey in high school? Uh, so I had 10 in high school, and I'm pretty sure you know why. Deshaun Jackson, that was one of my idols growing up. Like, man, we turned on the Eagles game and watching him do his thing. I was like, yo, I want to be just like him. I, I followed his whole story, and I wanted to be like him. My, my mom actually favorite number was 10, so it's like a coincidence that his number was 10 and everything just, like, started colliding. Like, There's a lot of great 10s as well other than Deshaun. Oh, yeah. But looking at you just on the field, I see, I see Deshaun Jackson. I feel like he's influenced your game a little bit. I see a little Tyreek Hill just because of how freaking fast you are. It just takes just takes a quick second, and then boom, you're gone. So, you know, between Deshaun and Tyreek, maybe is there someone else growing up? Where did you draw inspiration from, from the guys who were on TV? Um, just I guess I could say playing Madden. Oh, yeah? That, that's a good answer. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Playing Madden, I'll see many different guys, and just was like, I want to translate my game like them like percy harvin thank guys like them i was like yo these guys are cold so i was like every day i was trying to make sure i work things be like them so yeah that's great so look you know you've got an amazing story i'm so i'm so grateful to just be able to sit here with you and chop it up what are you most looking forward to uh coming up you got a whole season in front of you. Is there a game you've circled? Is there just a moment that you're anticipating? Is it just all of it? What 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 is like sticking out to you right now? Uh, sticking out is getting my uh, starting position first. Uh, you know, working every day. But there is a game circle. FAU game is kind of personal for me. I'm not gonna lie. Being at their school, trying to ask for opportunity, and yeah, like they was too big for me. Like, no, we're good or things of that sort. So I know when I play them on the field, I'm, I'm about to break records that game. Like, I might have a single game, like touchdown scoring record like that game so wow stay tuned. love it i love it where's that game is that here or there oh uh, it's actually gonna be fiu at fiu in miami yes sir folks circle that game that's one you don't want to miss all right look shout out to you you know you don't see a lot of guys that walk on that have confidence you know usually the walk on uh role comes with a little bit of i gotta prove it i gotta prove it and I'm not saying you're not humble, but I love how confident you are. You believe in yourself, you know what you can do, and you prove it each and every day by working out two to 20 times a day. Um, so look, I'm super excited for you. I can't wait to see what the next chapter holds. Uh, is there is there any special shout out you wanna give to any of your friends, family? You've already given amazing grace and shout out to your mom. Is there anyone else that's, uh, that's ringing true to you right now? Oh, uh, I mean, like I said already, uh, big thanks to God. Always got to give God, yeah, biggest praise. Uh, my mom, my sisters, my nanas, uh, all the coaches, everyone who came in my life left a little bit of something to get me to where I am now. So if it's like for a, a long period of time or a short period of time, everyone had an impact on my life, and I'm grateful for that. And if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. So definitely big thank you. I don't have a list of names, but you know who you are if you was in my life, and just the little things that you did. So thank you. DeAndre, is there anything else you want to share? Uh, only thing I'm going to share is 
just to tell my athletes uh, or everyone, honestly, that we deal with real life stuff. I think everyone has going through something, has a, a story to tell. And um, don't be afraid to tell it. Don't don't hold it in because it's only going to hold you back from where you want to be. Let it go and let others connect with you. Let them help you help you open doors in your life. That's well said. And, and uh, I hope everyone can hear that message and, and, you know, take it forward because you're right. You're right. You got to push and share. It's amazing. I know that you're toying with the idea of getting your own podcast. First of all, I love that. I'll plug it on our episode. I'll definitely plug the podcast, any merch, anything like that you got, I'll definitely plug it. And if you ever see yourself having guests, I'd love to be on it. You know, that I don't know if it would, it really fits the theme, but if it does, I'd love to hop on. But, um, I think that's a really cool idea. What what has motivated you to consider getting a podcast of your own and, and being on that sort of platform? All right, so it's this thing called the Scouting Report, you know. Uh, so jumping on that, it was kind of like eye-opening. I love talking and just love doing it. So I was like, why not start a podcast? Why not just do something that's bigger than football? So when I said that, I was like, that's going to be the name of it, Bigger Than Football, because you're going to talk about real-life stuff. And you know you're always welcome. You're showing love to me, so I always show love to you. Always bigger than football. Shame. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks so much, man. Um, no, look, you've got a great story, and I think the the more content you put out, I've never seen anything that I'm like maybe he shouldn't put out. Everything you do, you take these leaps. You do something over here. You're, you know, you got all these different segments of your videos uh, that you've put together. A day in the life, and you know these are some of my workouts, and then. You also have uh, dabbled in some religious stuff. You've, you know, done prayers with your fans and and all the stuff. Everything is just like, give me more, give me more. You're, you've got that energy that you just, and it's really awesome. So, um, if if you do uh, bigger than football, if that if that be, turns into your podcast, I think that'd be so amazing. And uh, I I can't wait to listen. You know, I'm so proud to to know you. I'm so happy that we got to sit down and and share your story. It's so powerful. And I know it's going to help out a lot of people in their journeys who are going to be listening along to this. And just for everyone to get to know you a little bit better, I'm really glad that uh, we're able to do that here today. Oh, no, I appreciate it. All right. Sounds good, man. This podcast is hosted and produced by Scott Eisenstadt and co-produced by Central Park Sound. Audio production, editing, and theme song by Jordan Schiff. Make sure to rate and review this episode. And if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, and follow The Scotting Report wherever you listen to podcasts.